Welcome to The Word This Week, where we believe that the Bible is more than just words on a page. They are the words we live by, and it's pretty cool too. We invite you to join us as we read through the Bible together this year. Welcome back to The Word This Week. I'm your host, Brian Vaughn, and this is episode 36. Unbelievable. 36. 36 it just keeps, episodes. It keeps going, keeps going up. And I'm your co-anchor, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Thorpe. I'm like, you ever uh, watch the Hollywood Squares growing up? Yeah. I'm yeah. like that center square where there is kind of always there. That aging, you know, celebrity <laughs> that's like, it's Don Rickles again. It's like this guy. But I'm excited to be on the squares. I, I, I was th- I was thinking a little more like a sidekick. Oh, <laughs> Robin, maybe I don't I'm know. The, yeah, I'm the. I got a litter today. Uh, it's wild, kind of crazy. Uh, what do you think about that, Ed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy, uh, just thinking about uh, your walk with the Lord. Thinking about uh, reading the Bible. Anything the Lord's been pointing pointing out to you lately? Answering honestly. I am having a, my dance card keeps filling up. Mm. Um, I was telling that to my wife the other night, you know, you get a text and then another like, Hey, can you meet? Or do you mind if we just, or can we talk about her? And I'm really grateful to be that person for, for others. And it's my life's dedication to try to be a blessing to folks. But it is at that point of critical mass where it's like, I don't, I have every moment of my day scheduled with something. And, uh, I think uh, it has been a, a real uh, task to uh, mm-hmm. get Bible reading in in the last couple weeks. Yeah. It's been an effort, um, like we talked about last week, this idea of uh, duty or relationship. It's that the fulcrum has moved definitely towards um, devotion and duty for me lately. Sure. Uh, I do long for that time to just sit and read and maybe without um, to sit and read without uh, needing to yield a result, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, sure. many of us that are in ministry, I mm-hmm. mean, you you preach uh, every week, and you know you're reading to an end. You're studying yeah. for a message or something you have to produce, and I, I kind of long for a moment to just read for for relationship. Right. Yeah. And I think I often have to work hard to to separate the two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Studying for for output rather yeah. than studying for <laughs> relationship uh-huh. and, and uh, renewal and, and mm-hmm. refreshment. Uh, and maybe it's something that yeah. only folks like us in our, in our um, area of work with ministry can understand, but I'll, I'll even be reading for pleasure and I can't help but like, Oh, that'll preach. Yeah, oh, right. that's a good, let me <laughs> yeah, write yeah, that that's down. A good, that's yep. a good devotional, you know, but or a good uh, song or yeah, oh, yeah. Man, that's the worst. Yeah. 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 For uh, sure. Yeah. It's like, just read it. You silly head. Just, you know, yeah. stop trying to make something out of it and let it make something out of you. Right. That'll preach. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think, I, I think anyone can, uh, can relate to, Look, I, I have this job, <laughs> yeah, and and my jobs, I, like I have to, I have to be there at six o'clock, you know, mm-hmm. or depending on what your shift is, or yeah. or I got to get kids to school, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to work, or or whatever, and and finding the the discipline to mm-hmm. uh, to just keep backing up, <laughs> yeah, you know, or or later, or whatever the case may be. Do you ever struggle with? Um, I, I want to frame this right, but in my life. Um, I feel like my brain is working overdrive, trying to work through problems, problem solving, being creative, 
um, intellectually trying to read stuff and then apply it. Um, my mind is just constantly tasked. Uh, there's nothing mindless mm -hmm. about the activities that I have. And so when I get an opportunity to be mindless, I, I was just thinking as you were talking, how can I incorporate the word? Mm. What sacrifice can I make? And sometimes I listen to podcasts yeah. that are nothing about anything. They, they don't really serve any purpose. They're just totally for uh, enjoyment. Yeah. And that's there's nothing wrong with it. But I like to go there because I can dunk and turn my mind off. Sure. Can you relate to that where oh, yeah. th there's some activities? I don't want to numb myself, right. but man, I just need kind of a, a brain break. Yeah. But I wonder if I need to just trust that the word will refresh me. I don't know if you've had any struggle with that yourself. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think, and then I think my struggle um, with wanting to have the things that just help me kind of check out a little bit. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think that that, is necessarily a bad thing. No. You know, I think sometimes we like, yeah, my brain is working so uh -huh. hard. Sometimes it's just good to listen to something yeah. I'm interested in and, and let that, but, right. um, and that for me typically would happen more at nighttime. Mm -hmm. And, and so trying not to give too much, mm -hmm. too much time to that. Um, but yeah, I think I have gotten to the place where at the very least silence and solitude yeah. can be that for me. And and I think we may have talked a little bit about this uh, last week maybe, but I've got to have quiet. Mm -hmm. And uh, and there's some uh, ancient kind of practices within, um, within the church that mm -hmm. uh, it's not so much, oh, I'm taking a whole chapter of the Bible kind of thing and meditating yeah. it. It's taking a verse uh -huh. and maybe even one word that pops out of that verse and just praying it mm -hmm. and sitting with it and, yeah. and asking the spirit to, to speak into your yeah. heart and your mind. And I think that kind of thing. That uh, does sound help. more restful. Rather than trying to, like I'm trying to, and we're reading through the Bible together, so yeah, yeah. so there's an element it's, of that. It's a bit, of, yeah, uh, but it's a different instead of saying, but... okay, this morning, uh, during this time with the Lord, I've right. got to get through two chapters. No, yeah. maybe it's it's uh, it can be a verse, it can be a psalm, it can be yeah. something like that, and and reading over it a couple of times, something that's a shorter um, amount of intake, mm -hmm. something that's shorter, and just kind yeah. of breathing in and breathing out and asking the spirit of God to, to speak, speak through, through those words, yeah. through that passage, through that, through that verse. Yeah. And, and it's really sweet. He'll, he'll do it. Yeah. You know, it's just making yourself available for him. That, that does sound more restful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it, you, you get your creativity, um, can wax and wane when it comes to reading the word. I think yeah. that's a, a creative way to be in the word. Um, but let it also re refresh you versus it being a uh, a checklist or a task or something that uh, a large amount of scripture that must be read and right. understood and and obviously we're yeah. we're encouraging you to right. read through the Bible that's part of yeah, what this of podcast and, and stuff was but but even it and uh, this is a good practice that sometimes I do sometimes I don't I'll just be honest with you even having my first thoughts before I get out of bed before my feet hit the floor yeah of just breathing in, Lord, I want, I want to yeah. be focused on you right now. Yeah. You know? The first thing I say and have for many years is thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause he didn't have to. Right. And, 
and I don't say much more than that, but I, that that is my my morning meditation or gratitude. Yeah. And it is before the feet. Like I, not trying to be weird, but that is the you know it's at the corner of my bed, and the kids will try to come up. They're like, "Dad, good morning," and I'll just kind of make a motion, like just one second, just okay. give me one second. But uh, that centering is really important. Yeah, I think that's so good. And um, I can't remember if, if we've mentioned it on the podcast before, but a prayer that I've kind of just kind of crafted over uh, over the last few months that's become a regular prayer for me mm-hmm. almost every day. Uh, definitely on the days where I'm I'm taking uh, our son Joel to 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 school, mm-hmm. um, I'll pray with him on the way, yeah. you know, and. Uh, and always work in this, Lord, center our Father, center our hearts and minds on you today. Help us to know the love of Jesus and be an expression of his love. And everything we do, say, and speak, help us to do through your spirit today. Hmm. And even that just it grounds, it, it there's is. some grounding. Yeah. And, and some might say, well, that's repetitive. You're saying, but no, it's become uh, kind of like yeah. your, your prayer as you step out of the, uh, you know, mm-hmm. as you sit up uh, out of bed every morning, it, it is this, yeah. it's like, okay, it reminds me who I'm living for mm-hmm. and, um, and what I want my day to be mm-hmm. for sure. I love that. And circling back to what we're talking about Bible reading it, you know, my daughter is now reading books in order to do book reports on them. Mm-hmm. And just, I, you know, I don't, I don't have a fancy way to put this, but as I'm reading the Bible, I don't want to be reading it as if I'm having to do an oral presentation on it or yeah. I have to write a book report on it because that's a different type of reading. Like she's the way I see, I see the way she's reading and I'm, I'm asking her to like pay close attention and like, let's get all the names right. And there, there is a good practice in that with Bible reading, yeah. but, um, and there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, but that can't be the gear you're in all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the gear I'm in. Like I'm reading the Bible so as to be prepared yeah. to present my my Jesus book report. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, I, I need to find um, and use some of these techniques you're talking about yeah. to have, find a more creative approach. Yeah. I think there's there's time for those things. I do think there's time for uh, uh to take in big chunks. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we, we thought it was important because well, we sure. do it this Here year. Here we are. Uh God's heart, and and I'm sure we've probably said this, God's heart is not to get more knowledge in us. Mm-hmm. It's to get more of him into us. Right. You know, and um, and that takes, that's a slow process. Yeah. It's a slow down kind of, mm-hmm. it's a... Um, Addition by subtraction. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's you've got to give thought to it. Mm-hmm. You've got to give attention I feel like there's so many things that are clamoring for our attention mm. and our devotion. Sure. Uh, companies are marketing towards that, right? Al- algorithms yeah. are and, curating. Yeah. And then not only just just our pursuits, like our attention is, is one of our highest commodities, <laughs> right? And so what we choose to do with that attention mm. totally has impact on our yeah. on our lives and... Um, we have one of my prayers for, for myself, for my kids, for, for people around me, the people I love is that Lord, you would, um, you would capture our attention and captivate our hearts. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I love it. And, and speaking of attention, we're, we're turning our attention in this week's reading 
Uh, there's a lot that we've covered, but one of the standout passages comes from Ezekiel chapter yep. 37, and it's the prophet Ezekiel uh, looking over this valley of dry bones. Yeah. I think we should read it. Is that okay. cool? That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, the Lord took hold of me, and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, Son of man, can these bones become living people again? Maybe we need to insert James Earl Jones there. <laughs> yeah. To be the voice of the Lord. If you could do your best <laughs> James Earl Jones, that'd be great. Can these bones. <laughs> Son <laughs> of man, can these bones become living people again? Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. I love that. <laughs> then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then, then skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath, from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me, and, and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. And they are saying, We've become old dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Therefore prophesy to them and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says, O oh, my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And when this happens, O oh, my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. Oof. Come on. That will preach. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, there's about 15 messages in this passage. Yeah. What, what's something that's jumping out to you? I mean, just going from the top, the, in uh, verse 2, it says, uh, talking about the bones, they were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Mm. And later on in the chapter, he talks about this. Basi he, he basically gives interpretation like this is about Israel. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that they, you know, the southern kingdom has fallen. Right. These people are scattered and they're scattered all over this kingdom and they have no king and they have no nation. So the one level of meaning is that don't lose heart to the, because the Bible was written to a people at right. a time for a at purpose a and a context. Verse, yeah. So like that first later is the Lord speaking through um, Ezekiel tell, telling the people it's good. There is hope. Yeah. I know you're a nation scattered, but I will breathe life back into you. And, and maybe in a, in a, in a literal physical in that time sense that the Lord is going to be with them. But also the second layer is what we get to benefit from is like reading this. This is the first time in scripture that we hear of a bodily resurrection. Because mm. before that, 
and you can speak to this more eloquently, I'm sure, but the, the Hebrews and the people that followed uh, the Lord, um, they believed in regard to afterlife, they believed in Sheol, which is just the grave. Mm-hmm. And so at best, it was the grave. The, mm-hmm. it, there wasn't this idea of communion with God or, or heaven or anything like that. It was just this this ending of uh, this quietness that you, you've left this mortal form and and you cease to be but this is illustrating like no i have more for you even after death i yeah. and i'm going to breathe my own spirit back into you you know uh, to achieve this yeah, yeah. i uh, i love the thought there and i wrote out in the side of in the margins uh what it was bringing bringing up in me was this idea of recreation mm-hmm. like we're we're back to the garden to nothing. Again. They yeah. they felt like they were back at nothing, and and the Lord said, "No, I'm I can I can bring life out of this." Right, and I just love that, and and just even the thought and the image of of His breath, mm-hmm. like I will put breath into you, yep. is so reminiscent of Genesis one and two, one hundred percent, a hundred percent, and and um, if had any man lived, he might have. I mean, and he used bone. Sorry, I'm I'm, no, in, no, I'm no. already interrupting myself. Yeah, no, no. But great. like, he used what we will become to turn us into what he would have us to be. Mm. <laughs> so, like, when we die, we return to dust, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We know this. Yeah. There was nothing living at the time, so God used dust and breathed His life into yeah. man. But then, to create Eve, He used uh, His bones, His right. rib, and it's reminiscent of that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, and then I love towards the end of that passage where now that they're, these people are here, he says, okay, this is Israel. This is what it looks like. He says, this is what they're saying about themselves. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, but let them know. It's not done till I say it's done. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Putting, putting words into, into, the, yeah. into his mouth a little bit. But, but, that's, but that's essentially it. Yeah. Like I decide when it's done. Right. And there's always hope. And how hopeless did it feel with Christ on the cross mm. and being crucified and this, you know, the disciples watching um, secretly in a way, watching the, right. what's what's happening and and then he's buried in that grave. That, that That's a long weekend. I can't imagine. You know, but Jesus conquered death by death. He did yeah. the, the, the thing that just is the, the greatest impossibility ever. Right. You know, he himself comes back to life. Yeah. And and that's the kind of the book into this moment. And you know, we were talking the other day, I don't remember how it came up, but John 14, it's like if I you know, I go to prepare a place mm-hmm. for you, if it were not so, I wouldn't tell you and and if I'm going to prepare a place for you, you'll be there with me. Yeah. You know. And um and even that now I'm on a tangent, but in John 13 at the end of that chapter, you know, it, it P- he Peter says I, I won't deny you. And he says, you're going to deny me three times. Yeah. But back in the day, there wasn't a chapter break. You know, it's just one mm-hmm. long text, but we have this chapter break. But if you read it all together, he says, Lord, I'll not deny you. He says, you'll deny me three, t- three uh, times, but don't let your heart be troubled. <laughs> yeah. And he goes on into the John 14. I, I go right. to prepare a place for you. And so like, you know, Peter denying the father, denying Jesus after he had passed, it just felt so, so hopeless. Mm. But then there's Sunday morning, you know, yeah. and God can work with that. 
God, you know, I love what you said. Like God, God can, no, I can work with this. Mm-hmm. I can work. Uh, I do my best, my best work in the when most hopeless, hopeless of yeah. situations, yeah, right? you know? And so I take comfort in that too. In that, the chaos, like, in the formless voidness. Yeah. I, that's where I'm I mean, most creative. Man, that's here we, so good. Jesus on the ship. It's like, um, you know, the winds and the waves and he's in there sleeping. He's fine. He <laughs> yeah. does his best work when it's crazy. Yeah. And then he gets up you know, clears the sleep out of his eyes, I imagine. And yeah, he says, yeah, right. peace be still. Forget this. Peace you, be still. What are you guys worried what about? What are you guys worried about? Do you know who's here? I, yeah, I'm here, guys. Right. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Jesus is so awesome. And I can't wait to talk about him more yeah. and read these gospels together, Brian. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And we're not yet there. In the Bible reading. We are getting close. We're a month and a half away, I think. But friends that are listening, folks that have stumbled on this, hang on. We're we're getting to the the payoff, if you will, of of everything about the law, the prophets. All this culminates in the person of Jesus. And and we're so close. Yeah. (laughs) So hang in there. So if you're listening... I'm encouraged. I hope you are too. Let invite the Lord yeah. into that dead spot in your life, into that hopeless place, into that corner you might feel that you're painted into that in. Dry valley of yeah. dead bones. And speak yeah. a prophetic word over your life, your family, your heart, and say, Come, Holy Spirit, I'm available to all that you have for me. And I'm excited to see how you take this dead thing and bring it back to life. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Brian. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we want to thank the River Community Church for sponsoring this podcast. And if you're in Cookville and looking for a church home, we'd love to invite you to come out and you can check out more about us at theriverCC.com. Thanks and join us next time on The Word This Week. Mm